Hi, this is Terrell Somerville, the lead pastor of Freedom Church. Welcome to our podcast. We hope you enjoy the message today and that you'd also take time to get plugged in to your local church. We believe you can't do life alone, so we learn to do life together. I also want to thank our givers who make this podcast possible. If you are blessed by this ministry, please consider subscribing, giving, and sharing this with your friends and family. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's good. Uh, Hello. It's good to be here uh, for the second service. I typically come to the first one, and uh, I came to the late service one time, and it was it was sort of different, you know. It's different people, it's different faces, and uh, it was it was good, you know, to see different ones and uh, get to meet a few new folks. But I do uh, appreciate uh, the opportunity today to uh, to speak. I, this is not a sermon. I'm not a preacher. It's not, you know, it ain't about that. Okay, I'm. You know, I just want to speak about a topic and hope that you guys uh, receive something from it. Uh, it's been on my heart for quite some time. And with this, I know they always plan here at church for, you know, the, who's going to be speaking, you know, weeks ahead. But this COVID thing sort of caught them uh, off guard. And uh, it worked out for me to fill in today. So... Um, I'm happy, happy to do this, and I'm honored to be here uh, to fill in uh, for Pastor Terrell. Uh, one thing about me that, uh, just so you guys know, I'm, I'm not a uh, complicated type, overthinking type person. I'm, I'm pretty simple, simple-minded, I guess you could say. You know, I, I don't try to overthink things and make things harder than they really are. Uh, that works for me, I guess, because of what's up here. You know, there's not much to work with, so I've got to stay in my zone, you know. Uh, but that sort of goes along with what I'm talking about today. It, it's going to be pretty basic to a certain point, uh, but it talks about, uh, I want to talk about us being honest with God and the importance of being honest with him. Uh, we're going to start first uh, in the beginning, okay? Talk about who made us and why we're here. We've all seen uh, the verses that are going to pop up here. Uh, Genesis 1 and 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them, Okay? We all know that verse. We know who made us. We're a creation of God. We're God made. Okay? He knows us. He created us. We can't change who we are. We've got to work with what we've got to work with. We're created by God. And our purpose here is to glorify Him. That's why he created us, is to glorify him. That's the main reason that we're all on this earth. Pretty basic, right? I mean, it's nothing new there that you guys probably haven't heard before. Uh, but we are God-made, and to, because we're God-made, we get our direction from him. 
if we allow him to direct us. We all have, every one of us here have the same physical traits. Hands, feet, head, arms. God made us in his image, but he made us all physically alike. If we look at the, on the external, you know, we've got the same physical traits. But we're different. Because we look different, okay? It's, it's always amazed me that, and I've said this before, but we have, our face, our face has the same, a nose, two eyes, two ears, and a mouth. But it amazes me how different we can all look with those same features. That's why he, he made us that way, Okay? Good or bad. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I look in the mirror sometime and I'm thinking, wow, you know, what was he thinking? You know, I just don't get it sometimes. But, and then I see some other folks out at times and I'm thinking, you know, I'm not really that bad, I guess, you know. <laughs> it could be worse, right? Uh, but me personally, you know, it, just speaking of, of my physical traits, uh, what you can see of me, I'm, I'm about 5'7", and uh, hair color, I forget, I don't even, I quit trying to figure it out a while back. Uh, somebody told me after the first service that the color of my hair now is called wisdom. So I'm going to go with that. I like that. I like that color. So we're going to, I'm going to use that from now on. Uh, I think my eyes are still blue. Uh, you know, that's what you can see of me. What you can't see of me is what's on the inside. And the things that you would only know if I allowed you to know that. I've got, uh, I've got food allergies. I, don't, I can't eat certain foods. That's sort of a weird thing about me. I don't get why God did that to me because I used to be able to eat everything. But when I turned about 16, he decided that I didn't need to eat certain foods. It's his call, not mine, so we're rolling with it, you know. 16 was a long time ago, uh, and I've adjusted to not eating chicken, turkey, all seafood. I can't eat any of that now, where I could growing up. And you don't know how many times that I have just wanted to stick my head in a bucket of KFC you know, and because I loved it, but for whatever reason, God saw fit that I was going to change. My body chemistry changed. I didn't have any control over that, but that's a, that's a trait that you would not know of me unless I told you, because it's on the inside. We can only work with what we've got to work with. If we look in the mirror, we see who we are externally. When you guys walked in today, I could see you individually, externally. And you are all different. There's no one else like you. God created us, as we all know. We've, again, this is simple. We've all heard it. God created us to be 
an individual. And we can only work with what we are given to work with. It's our responsibility. No one else. It's our responsibility to physically, spiritually, and mentally maintain what God has given us. We've got one body. We got one trip on this track that God's allowed us to be on. And it's up to us with what we do with it, you know? We wanna, we wanna, you know, I used when I was younger, and and Tim, we used to work out a lot. Tim was uh, he's my cousin and we worked together and it's before marriage and you know all that stuff. We were still young and you know, we had time and after work we worked together, we'd go by and work out three or four times a week. Because that was important to us. We made time to do that. I don't I can't speak for Tim, but that's not a priority of mine anymore. <laughs> and it needs to be. I know that it needs to be, but it seems like that I've let that priority turn into something else that I've allowed to occupy my time, you know, in different ways. Uh, we're limited to what we can change physically. I wish I was taller. I got two sons, and I don't get it. But they're both taller than me, and I've never understood that. I always wanted to be 6'3", six, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, anything with a 6 in it, you know, I would be good with. But I'm 5'7", and I could be 5'4", right? So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with 5'7". Uh, I might as well be because I can't change it, you know. Uh, but we can only work with what he's given us physically. We can only see each other externally. We can only know what we are internally if we allow someone to know what's inside of us. Okay? We've got a couple of photos I want to show you. Now, before we show these, I, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not trying to... Make fun of any... <laughs> it's not about that. I'm just trying to show a couple of levels of being artificial. Externally. Okay? Everybody's got their own eyes that they see themselves a certain way. If they want to do certain things, it's their body, it's their life, it's up to them. I'm good with it. I'll roll with it. Okay? But... The first photo that we're going to look at, yeah, there you go. So, these guys, I'm sure, are great guys. I'm sure they are. And by the way, when I uploaded these photos, both of these photos were taken in one place, in one type store. And you, you might be able to guess where that is. Uh, but it was at Walmart, you know. So you're never surprised what you see at Walmart, you know. But these two guys, there is a level of being artificial with 
with their exterior. We don't have to, they don't have to tell us that. We can pretty much see that. You know, we can see it. Uh, I guess they're happy with it, and that's fine. They went to Walmart looking like that, so they're good with it. Uh, so that's one level of being artificial or fake. Okay? Now, the next one sort of goes to a different level. Now, this girl, I don't know. I just don't get it. I mean, I understand if you need to put a hair piece on or what, you know, if you want hair, I get it. I don't really get this. Now, maybe it's because I'm in my 50s and I'm past that age of understanding, okay? But this is a whole new level of being artificial in my mind, okay? Let's go back to the other guys real quick. Now, compared to the girl, they don't hardly look as bad now, okay? From that level of being artificial. Because she took it to an extreme, Again, not making, you know, I'm not laughing at them. It's not, about, it's not about that. They put the photos out there, guys. I'm just showing what they put out there. That's all I'm doing. It's not me that took those. Uh, but everybody has, has to have the, the secure. You got to be self-secure enough to do what we do. Because we know people see us externally. Uh, now, the next photo I want to show you is my favorite one. Okay, this guy. To look at this guy, he looks pretty normal. You know? Big guy, you know, nice smile. You know, looks happy, happy to be alive. And he is. Because this guy is artificial, but it's on the inside. He's got an artificial heart, okay? We can't see it. We wouldn't know it unless he told us. He allowed us to know that by telling his story. God allowed him to be able to have that heart, it's, in, it's inside. It's internal. We can't see it unless he tells us. We live, we live in a world that, that accepts things that are artificial. It's part of our day-to-day -day life. You know, we, and, and we're okay with it. You know, it, it helps us in a lot of ways. It can make life easier. It, it sort of simplifies things in some ways, depending on what it is that we're that we're needing, you know, we've got a lot of things today that, that are artificial, you know, from a, from a food standpoint, all the way to building materials to you name it, you know, we've got a lot of stuff. And that's good, it's fine. That's man-made items. Everything that is artificial is man-made. It's good to have those things if you want them, but it's not good when it comes to our Christian walk. We become prone to waking up each morning and doing our thing. 
no matter what we're carrying inside, we get used to that process. We, we put on the fake smile, and, you know, instead of asking God, not just once or twice or whatever, I mean, it, it, it's up to you on how, you know, I pray my way. I may, I may pray 10 or 12 times a day, throughout the day, while I'm driving or while I'm doing whatever, but it's just me and God talking. If you heard my prayer, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to you, maybe. But my relationship with him is up to me. You can't do it for me, and I can't do it for you. As bad as we want to try sometimes, I have to make the decision of how my relationship with God goes. Now, I didn't say this earlier, but let me just say this. This, this topic and this lesson or whatever you want to call it, if it helps you guys, great. I hope that it does. But it is for me first. I, I'm, I'm speaking to me, okay? If it helps you guys, that's my intent and my desire, but... I'm not here to say what you need to do. I'm here saying what I need to do better. So we allow the day to go by, and we get used to carrying our stress and our, our burdens and inside and not allowing God to be God. We try to fake it, you know, I walk up and say, hey, how you doing, Tim? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And that's okay to give that answer because sometimes you don't want everybody to know what's going on with you. But we may not be good. We may not be in a terrible place, but we might could use a little, a little prayer, a little encouragement, a little God during things that we go through. I've already identified that we are created by God, not man. So let's, let's consider this. There's a, another photo that you're going to pop up, and you guys, you'll know when you see it. Okay. So these lovely little fake trees, we've all probably, you may still have them, and, and that's fine. I get it. I mean, we had them, and, you know, they, you, they look real. You know, they, you sit them in the corner, and they give a little color, you know, and they don't need to be watered or don't need any sun, and some people throw lights on them to make them. I've never understood that either, you know. But that's okay. If that's what they like, I, you know, I had an aunt. She had them all over the place, lights in them, and, and it was year-round, lit up ficus trees, you know. And it was okay with me because that's what she liked. Uh, it looks real. But we all know that it's not because it's man-made. We can see it. We can see that it's artificial or fake because it's not God-made, it's man-made. We see the external. There's no internal to this tree. But here's the difference. Let's take this tree out in the woods and plant it. 
with other trees and see what happens. It's going to get, it'll, it'll blend in for one, for a while, it'll blend in. Birds, who knows, birds may use it, may nest in it, may land in it, because it's, it looks real. Even though we know it's not, it looks real. It'll blend in until the seasons change. That's when we start seeing a difference. When the, for real trees or God-made trees, when the seasons change, the leaves fall. That's part of their growth time. Their growth cycles throughout the year. Okay? Leaves fall, they, 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 you know, they shed, they get new leaves in the spring, and, and it's part of God's plan. This guy, this fake guy, doesn't. He's going to look the same every day. Doesn't matter what the season is, because he is man-made, and he can't grow. He's not God-made. It's impossible for that thing to grow. So how does that relate to us? As I mentioned earlier, and I'm pretty, you know, like I said, pretty simple-minded. Things come down to a couple of questions, typically, with me. If we have problems and issues, we can overthink it, we can make it hard as we want to make it, but at, at the end of the day, most issues and trouble we have struggles that we have is pretty basic it comes down to a couple of points a couple of questions so as i mentioned earlier we're god made we're all individually created by god our purpose is to glorify him to glorify him we have to grow spiritually once we're saved we can't stay at that stage and expect what and 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 expect what God wants for us to happen okay if we're to if we are truly to fulfill our purpose our heart our mind and our spirit has to be in tune with God we've got to be honest with God Just like this tree, we can come here on Sundays and sit among everybody else, and we'll fit in just fine. Everybody sees the external. They don't know what you're going through or what your problems are. You'll fit in just fine. You'll sing You'll sing the songs together. You'll hear the message that everybody else hears. And just like the tree in the woods, it'll get rained on, it'll get sunshine, but it never grows. We sing the songs and hear the message, but we don't grow. Because we're not being honest with ourselves. And allowing God to do what he 
desires to do in us. There, we'll go through growth, growth cycles as a Christian. And unless our heart is in the right place, we're not going to grow. It's impossible. God desires us to have a personal relationship with Him that you only can have. Yours is going to be different from anybody else's. My struggles are mine. Yours are yours. We don't know what to expect daily. But we've got to allow Him to do what He desires to do in us. It's easy to come in here and fool people, you know, because they only see the external. I can't know the condition of your heart or anything about you internally unless you choose to share it honestly with me. Same with the artificial heart recipient. He could have gone through life and never told anybody that he had an artificial heart. And they would have never known. But he wanted to share his story about what he went through. That process. When he received that artificial heart. God knows all about us without us confessing to him. He knows everything about us without us confessing to him. Here's, here's the thing. Growing up, we're taught to be honest. Honesty, the old saying, honesty is the best policy, right? And that's true. It is. You know, we can lie to somebody and, 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 and you know, but it catches up with us. We don't want to disappoint people, you know. We don't want to lie to them because we know if they found out the truth, it would, it would disappoint them. Be honest with your parents, you know, growing up. Be honest with mom and dad. Mine's here. And, and for the most part, I can say I was. I don't remember not being, but hey, I'm, my memory's not what it used to be. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know, be honest with your parents. Be honest with your coworkers, with your family, with your friends. Be honest on your taxes. That's a big one, right? We don't want to disappoint our family and our friends by not being honest and we're all, we get, you know, we always hear, be honest on your taxes or you'll be in jail. Well, we certainly don't want that, right? So that's always one that, that we think of about being honest. It, it's, it's in us to not want to disappoint people. And at times, it, may, it creates the issue to maybe not be as honest with them. Because they may find out something about you or that you're going through or whatever that you may feel makes you look a little less than you want to. But we're human. We're not perfect. I, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't think there is a perfect person in this congregation. If you are, God bless you. You've, you've gotten there before to any of the rest of us. But... We, when it comes to being honest and real with God, we struggle. We can be honest with everybody we see because we don't want to, to disappoint them. But why is it so 
hard to be honest with God? I think the answer to that is because we are not honest with ourselves first. We have to be honest with ourselves before we can be honest with God. But depending on the condition of our heart, it's hard. We must allow God to be God. He wants to be. We think we can handle our problems, you know. We don't want to disappoint God by us having issues. We feel like we've messed up. We failed Him. He knows it already. Why are we trying to hide it? We keep it bottled up. And I don't understand that. I, I, again, I think it's so, it can, be, it can be such a simple lesson for us to just realize if we've accepted him, from the time we accept him, it seems like automatically we want to keep him bottled up and not ask him to help us with what we need. We're thankful for salvation. And, and for our goal is to, you know, get to heaven. But in between then, it's like, I can do it myself. You know, it, it, it's, we know, this is the basic statement. We know God wants the best for us. We're his creation. And if we accepted him as our savior, we are his child. Now, Romans 8 and 32 Again, a verse that we've all heard. He did not spare his own son, but gave him for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? He gave his son for us, for our salvation. He wants the best for us. Because he gave his best for us. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Again, that's just one of many verses in the Bible that says he wants the best for us. He's always there waiting on us to confess what he already knows. We're not fooling him, guys. There's no, you know, he don't just show up when we want him to show up. He's inside us if we've accepted him. He's waiting on us to be real and truthful with him. That's a pretty simple statement but at the end of the day it's I think a pretty fair statement that we we have trouble with a a few years ago I had a uh, uh, my oldest brother Jeff was going through uh, a battle with cancer and I knew that he had been having a hard time But I didn't know to really what extent his condition was. Uh, 
But one day, he was supposed to go to the oncologist, and he woke up just really sick and called the oncologist, and they said, no, get him to the ER. Uh, so I heard, I got a call that he was there, so I stopped by the ER, you know, and uh, I could just tell something wasn't right. He was very weak, and I remember thinking to myself that day, that time with him, I think he knows that he's dying. And he was sort of in and out of it. You know, he, he was responsive in a way, but then again, for a while, he may not be. But when he noticed that I was there, he sort of whispered for me to come over. He couldn't talk real loud. He was real weak. And uh, he said, hey, bud, and, and he motioned for me. He's the only oldest brother I have, but, uh, you know, at, at 53, still a young guy. And so when I went over to him, uh, I took his hand and sort of bent over, and I said, hey, buddy, how are you? And uh, he said, I'm okay. He said, Stacy, and he said three words. That at the time, it didn't, it didn't mean what it does to me now. Because I was concerned with him and I was worried about him. But I leaned in and I could barely hear him, but he said, never doubt God. That was the conversation we had right then. Never doubt God. And, and like I said, I didn't really, it didn't really resonate at that time. <laughs> but I started thinking about it. He passed, Jeff passed the next day. And, you know, 50 years of us growing up and being brothers and, and you know, doing life together and, and playing and fighting and laughing and all of that time and everything that we talked about and those memories are important with me or to me <laughs> but what he was trying to relay to me that day was by saying never doubt God he was telling me to trust him be truthful with God and allow him to be what he wants to be in me. Those three words mean more to me today than anything that he ever said or did with me in 50 years. Never doubt. God, be truthful with him.
together And when they ask how you're doing Just smile and tell them never better Line number two Everybody's life is perfect except yours So keep your messes and your wounds And your secrets safe with you behind closed doors
Would you guys stand with me, please? There's, like the song says, um, that line, there's no failures, no falls, or no sins that we have that he doesn't already know. It's not complicated, guys. It's really not. If we're saved and we've accepted Christ, we have access to the God of the universe. A God that's able and willing. He's willing. He's there to carry us through our tough times and our struggles. But we've got to learn to be honest with Him. We've got to learn to allow Him to be God in our lives and never doubt what He can do for us. Don't limit Him. None of us know what tomorrow is going to bring. My day is going to be different from any of yours. And the result of my tomorrow will be determined by how I allow Him to be God in my life. Trusting Him, being truthful with Him, and striving to fulfill His purpose in my life. I pray that we all strive for the same goal. I thank you for being here today. I hope you have received something from this. Like I said, I'm, I'm speaking to me more than I'm speaking to you guys. But I hope that you can take something from this. God, God bless you guys. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today online. We know that you weren't able to join us in the auditorium, but that's totally fine because you've made this a priority in your life to make sure that you are receiving God's Word. If you received Christ for the first time today, that's absolutely awesome, but we want to know about it. So if you can, if you're on Facebook, in the description there's a link. Go ahead and hit that and fill it out uh, on our connection card that you receive Christ. If you're on our website, if you're on an app, hit the menu at the top and you can do the same thing from there. So, if you're already on the connection card, you probably are noticing some other next steps that might be interesting to you. If you are interested in any one of those, just check those and when you submit that, it'll inform us and we can be in contact with you to answer any questions that you may have about those next steps. So this is the time of our service where we're going to jump into our giving. At Freedom Church, we believe that you can't outgive God. This is just another act of worship where we trust God with what He has blessed us with. If you're on Facebook, again, in the description, there's a link there. You can give securely, safely on the website and the app. Also in that menu, you can see a place to do that as well. But just because we're in the, the time of technology doesn't mean you can't do it the old-fashioned way. There is an address at the bottom of the screen that you can send it to, and it'll, come, it'll show up safe as well. Or just drop it by the office anytime Monday through Thursday between 8 and 5, and we will receive it. Other than that, you have a great day.